Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. Ball hit high in the air in the right field. Going back to Sayre. And Tennessee can say hello win column. A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. I made up my mind, and I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! Riddit did to do and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, February 27th. We're coming off of another Tony Vitello and company sweep. Everything is all right in the baseball's world. And then you have first off this weekend in sports. I mean, alert. What a weekend. You had six of the seven of the top 10 teams. Is that right? Six of the seven? Yeah, the top six, right? And what's crazy, all knocked off on the road. Yeah. Not a great day for betting. <laughs> no. I got <laughs> well, no yet today is. Yesterday was not the right day. Yeah. It uh made it a little bit tougher, but it made a, a lot of fun. You had a you had a court storming at Colorado. Um, great environment there. And then just all in all, some great environments. You had Gonzaga get knocked off. Um pretty 10 point loss, like pretty, pretty stiff loss there. Uh, St. Mary's, ranked St. Mary's. Um, then you had Kentucky, Arkansas, which, I mean, we talked about how we led into the afternoon. Um, so it would make sense why I didn't know. I th- woke up this morning and thought Kentucky won because of that buzzer beater. No, those selfish <clears throat> backdoor covered on me. I would have won the bet. They don't shoot a freaking meaningless, meaningless runner to end the game. Hmm. Backdoor cover. Got to hate it. So um, also, Virginia gets beat on a buzzer beater. Yeah. That was insane. It was a – Kind of eve. Just a great day for college basketball. That that was a – that makes it fun to watch. I mean, obviously, you don't get underdogs like that. I mean, I want to know a weekend that's shaking up the rankings like this one will. Yeah, like because everybody lost, does that mean guess, everybody yeah, just I stays it, put? <laughs> I guess it really doesn't shake it up. You're right. But a lot of those teams that did knock off um, the top teams were ranked. You had St. Mary's, Tennessee, and Arkansas. Um, yeah. And then you had a few in there that were unranked. So I think it could shake it up. But you're right. It, I, I, it probably doesn't shake it up as much as you would think initially just because those, all those teams lost. Mm-hmm. I don't see – I mean, I, who do you move to number one? Do you just Kansas? Kansas doesn't make that jump, do they? No, I think Gonzaga still remains at number one, which is yeah. insane because I think Gonzaga is a good basketball team, but I think Drew Timmy is the most overrated player in college basketball. Not a fan? Not a fan at all. How I do mean, you feel about Chet? Does it piss like, you off how good he is? Yeah, I think he tries to dribble too much, but Drew Timmy is a – I don't even know. It's just like a poor man's – I don't want to say Grant Williams, but that's what he like. He's just an inside presence 
that's not very athletic. What's he going to do next year? What's his op- job occupation? It won't be um, basketball. No, he's probably like a hmm, maybe like a marketing director or something. Okay, all right. I'm yeah. going to go selling insurance. Oh, maybe I think a man selling insurance next year. Okay, yeah, I could see that. I don't know where at. That's the tricky part. But selling insurance for sure. He'll probably be coaching basketball or something. <laughs> so you can hate him. You can yeah. hate him in the public eye for longer. That yeah, would exactly. be perfect for you. Um, yeah, great, great weekend of college basketball though. Couldn't ask for more. In a lot of uh, maybe potentially March implications, and I mean, obviously that could move some teams around in the in the March. But I mean, if you have games like this at the end of February um, against some of the the teams that'll be there, you could have a really fun first weekend. And doesn't it feel even better that Tennessee is on the the right side more getting into March? It's relieved, and I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna try not to be. I'm not negative is not the right word. I, I feel like I'm gonna call my man Optimistic? Matty Art out. I'm just gonna call my man Matty Art out. I, it wasn't a negative tweet. My like it didn't feel like we deserved it. Like I we just I, we won. Obviously, I'm not hating. On, I'm very happy we we won. I just meant that. I mean, when I say that, it means we didn't play a good basketball game. And I don't know how many people could argue that. Yeah, I mean, I think that's one thing that Tennessee's done is, even when it's gotten ugly, they've kept it close and and you know made. I, I don't I don't see how that Auburn team is up eleven in the second half, and Tennessee is able to to lock. I understand Tennessee has a really good defense, but. To lock a team down with the post players they have for eight minutes without them hitting a shot is insane. It's at home court, insane. baby. Home court, I mean, which is not good in March. Um, we will not be playing any games, but it's there. not away either. So I know you have two, um, two loss, two tough losses to Villanova and Texas Tech on neutral site courts, but they're like that Texas Tech. Good God, that was the worst shooting performance ever. Um, and I know we we feel ourselves saying that about Tennessee pretty often because um, they are pretty inconsistent when they're shooting the basketball. But man, I just I just have a good feeling. Yeah, I know yeah. the Tommy Bowl is different, but I think college basketball as a whole, like you saw yesterday, everybody struggles on the road, not just Tennessee. I know it feels that way because that's who we're paying attention to, but everybody struggles on the road. I no, think that, the, that's very the top four teams in the SEC are sixty four and one at home. No, I mean that's a that's a great point that it is it is tough to play on the road, and then also to the point of it, it is neutral court um, in, in tournament time. So I mean that that's fair, and I, I still think first off you're fifteen and zero at home. That's impressive. I would love to finish sixteen and zero at home. I don't know how often that's been done. Um, in Tennessee basketball history. But that would be a great way to finish this year. Uh, and I think, like you said, and, and this has been the case for a lot of games that Tennessee's lost this year. And I, A loss is a loss. They're not good. They go in the wrong column. But when you do keep it close, you are giving yourself chances to win. Tennessee's got to capitalize on those. They, they maybe tried to give away that game a little bit yesterday. Um, there at the end, maybe made us made sweat it out a little bit, uh, especially Jabari Smith. Jabari Smith's late three, um, like he needed any more points. But, yeah, no, I think it, you, I agree. I think it speaks a lot that Tennessee's kind of always been around, even in games that they haven't played well in. Um, and, and it's good that at home they find a way to win. 
I guess to ask, like, because the best teams, obviously, they may not have great records on the road, but they're winning on the road. Mm-hmm. Tennessee really didn't win on the like win a big, 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 a big, big game on the road this year. I mean, you have the um, Colorado was on the road who did have an upset last night. So shout out to to that. That looks like a good uh, road win there. Um, I mean, you lost Alabama on the road, lost LSU on the road, lost to Kentucky on the road. So it is I think it is like a fair question mark, even though it's neutral court in tournament. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to show that you can play on those courts. But the way Tennessee's playing, the way that they can win ugly games and not have to shoot the lights out. Like, I feel like Alabama is completely different. And, you know, they like to shoot a lot of threes too. But when they're not going down, they're getting blown out because <laughs> they're not great defensively. Um, but I think the way Tennessee's defense, that, that's what keeps them in, in the games. And, man, if you're getting elevated post play like you did last night, I mean – Brandon Hunley Hatfield had a freaking come to Jesus moment last night. <laughs> I'm uh I mean we've we've talked about it's hard to always judge those guys coming off the bench, but I mean it's you gotta wonder. Everyone's had to wonder what we do do we get if he's playing from, from week one. Yeah. I mean Brandon Hunley Hatfield's kind of the same way, I, I feel like. Um but but is Rick Barnes just releasing the dogs right now at the perfect time? I, I don't guess, know. I guess. Yeah, it's a, it's a, maybe it's lining up. Uh, Adu still has a lot of work to do offensively, but he, you talked about that elevated post presence. It's just changed on the defensive end of the court. Um, much, much more of a presence. I think for all things considered, Roche has done, I mean, he's done well at times this year, but definitely hadn't been that consistent um, and doesn't, doesn't have the, he doesn't make people go away from him like Jonas Jonas Adu has. Yeah, and out of, out of those four guys, you know, since Olivier's went down, it seems like one every single game is stepping up or, or being that elevated presence. Whereas last night it was Brandon Hunley Hatfield, Kentucky it was Adu, um, I think Alabama Urosh had a good game, Fulgerson um, had a really good game in in there as well. So I mean, somebody is is producing. And right. fifty-four to thirty-one, out rebounding the one of the best rebounding teams in the country, the best in, in the SEC by far. Um, that's just in, insane. I can't believe it. Like well, looking at the box score, I could not believe the amount of offensive rebounds we got. With twenty, I was about to say you really needed the rebounds Saturday night because a lot of those were offensive. Um, you gave yourself second chance points. Which I mean isn't ideal, but if you're gonna miss those, you know, 41 shots, at least you're getting some of the rebounds too. I guess is the the silver lining and, and all of that. Yeah, I mean Jabari Small or Jabari Small, Jabari Smith got his, um, got 27, got a lot of whistles, was just crap. Um, but Walker Kessler was a non-factor. I mean, eight points, five rebounds. Yeah. I mean, Brent Hunley Hatfield had five offensive rebounds. Yeah, I think when you're, I think when you're looking at speaking of Walker Kessler, looking at, um, I mean, Auburn fans are obviously, I mean, they should win the SEC um, still, and I think a lot of Auburn fans are nervous because these losses have come late in the year, but they're difficult, and and both were on the road, um, but I think it is worrisome that Walker Kessler kind of looks like the Walker Kessler of early season where he wasn't as consistent, um, game in game out, and then also just throughout the game, um, and, and then you have just the lack of 
which I mean, yeah, that they outside of KD Johnson, there was pretty much nothing from their cards. So that's got to be worrisome. And and I think, I mean, all Auburn fans are frustrated. I think you should be patient. I'm not saying hit the alert button, but I think that's got to be worrisome for sure. What I tell you about them guards, dude. I, listen, KD Johnson had 18 points. So uh, yeah, KD Johnson. What was the rest of it? What, what were the rest of their guards? And then Wendell Green jacked up. 85 the other shots ones have not. I told you, dude. They're they're ass. <laughs> they had I, nine I, nine. The rest of them had nine points between their their five guards. Katie Johnson did have eighteen. Um, the rest of them had nine points total. Oh, I I, I said it was definitely. They've had a bad. I think it's now six games that they have yeah. played very bad. Um, and Trash. it doesn't help that that Wendell Green shoots anything. He's the he's a chucker. He gets the ball, and that that ball is going towards the hoop. Um, yep. he's been a chucker lately. So yeah, it's, uh, I, I definitely think it's worrisome and I'm not on, I'm not as far on your side. I'm not as far on your side. Our guards I'll, outscored I'll their guards 50 to 27 and Katie Johnson had 18 of those 27. So, and, um, and our guards should have dominant guards should have done like, that's a game where you don't have Auburn doesn't have a dominant guard that can kind of take over yeah. and bring the heat. Like obviously Katie Johnson had 18, um, and that wasn't enough. You to think if you're getting 18 from a guard, um, especially in a 67-62 game, you think the rest of the guys should be able to pick up the rest of that slide, but that, that wasn't the case. Um, but, no, I mean, Tennessee just has three really good guards. Um, and then plenty, I mean, and some more help around them too. Obviously not as consistent, but some more help. Yeah. I, I mean, as – we all knew our defense was elite, but to hold the number three – team in the country to 62 points when we shoot 32.8 percent from the field and have 18 turnovers yikes it's pretty special i mean that's why i go into it. it wasn't a great game from tennessee yeah you found a way to win and that's that's obviously good and positive um but it, it like that i mean i don't know if you want that to necessarily be your resume here out there uh i think you just leave this one at you won <laughs> you did get the win yeah, I mean, the 3-0 against the top five opponents, they were all at home. But, dude, I mean, somebody put a better resume in front of me. Oh, now you're now you're talking way up. I'm not going that far. Put a better resume. Who has that, who I, has that many good wins? Well, I'm not going to – is it – and I got to – is it a little bit of cherry picking too? Obviously, they were – top five teams when, when when Tennessee faced them. Um, the Arizona win, I mean, still looks phenomenal, which is kind of – I guess it came at a weird time that a lot of people don't talk about that Arizona win. But that's one of those teams that you did beat. Um, you did lose to them a week prior by 28, whatever it was. I know they weren't top you know top five that moment. They shot like um, 80% too. Yeah, they, they, they did – they did play a phenomenal game. Um, that wasn't obviously a week in time, but um, yeah, I, it's obviously a solid resume. But I also think maybe it's because, and maybe it's because I watch them too much. I, I just still have a ton of questions. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to keep that cup on because you know at any time <laughs> it, could, it, you know, you could just be standing there freaking leg spread, and somebody is there to, with a steel toe boot, but. Um, it could come Tuesday. I mean, it, like college basketball is has been nuts, but I feel like Tennessee is playing really good basketball right now. They're getting some inside presence by committee. It's not really just one person. 
And I think their guards are elite. And that's usually what carries you in March is elite guard play. Yeah, no, I, it's it's been – it definitely makes me feel better that they, they've continued to play this consistent. And um, I go ahead and get my I believe. It, my I believe is Zakai Ziegler. Um, vote Zakai Ziegler. Whatever shirt you want to print, do it. I'm, I'm a, I mean, you haven't met a bigger Zakai Ziegler fan. And don't give me this Tony Vitello crap. You haven't met a bigger bigger Zakai Ziegler fan than this guy right here. Don't care what, what shirt you got you the wore. shirt? I'm getting the shirt. Um, okay. I asked the Vol Shop if I could get a shirt of Zakaya wearing the shirt. That's the one I that'd want. Be, that'd be pretty cool. So we'll see. It's in the works, I think. Um, I think okay. they like that idea. So, you know, you never know. Yeah, like a, a lot of hostile environments. You, you mentioned Tennessee, like how they've been kind of bad on the road. Um, pretty much a lot of their losses are hard to – they're hard to win at those places. Hard to win in Alabama. Hard to win at LSU. Arkansas. It's not like we have a yeah. terrible loss on the road. And maybe Alabama doesn't look great. Right. But, but they're probably fifth in the SEC. Yeah. Um, so maybe those know. hostile environments that we played in had some tough losses to. Hopefully on a neutral court, that's maybe it's different. I, I feel like this is a sweet 16 team. I do. I I mean I think the I think the pieces are there. Um I, I, don't, I don't disagree with that. I think the I guess the best way to say that is they should be um, a yeah. C16 team. I, I mean, I, I don't think there's 15 teams that we can't beat six out of 10 tops. Okay. Like in the Tennessee odds. How much did, did Thompson give? Was it? Did Vegas have it even? Did did they just give Tennessee three points for that home game, or did they give them? Uh, they give them a few more. It was. I think it ended up at three. At the it was at three and a half at one point. Okay, so Tennessee. Might I think it opened at three a and a half. I mean, maybe closed at like three. Rule of thumb. I'm pretty sure. I know it is football. I think even basketball. Home team usually gets three points. So okay, yeah, they had it pretty even. Tennessee covered though. That's all that matters. Well, except that it took <laughs> Auburn to cover. You talked me into it. I'm still not happy yeah. with that, but we don't have to talk about that. We don't have to talk about our losses. Uh, it is what it is. I mean, 10 best ten best uh, dollars I ever spent. I would have went undefeated today, but I'm an idiot and bet uh, SMU plus 12 and a half at one point, 11 and a half at one point. And I should have, I should have sat on it. Because I tried to make it when they were plus 18 and a half, which they uh, lost by 14, so it would hit. And then it updated to 11 and a half, and I'm a sucker. And I was like, I'll take that. I mean, I'm an idiot. So I would have been undefeated yeah. if I wasn't an idiot. That sucks. Live bets, I always get screwed on those, so I need to stop doing them. It's just, I'm, I'm just an idiot. I should should have <laughs> never happened. Should've but, dude, how happened. sweaty was Bruce Pearl? Yeah, I had some uh, undertit sweat, and Jackie – uh, Jacqueline, whatever her name is, uh, Pearl was was not happy. Her dad was getting made made fun of. So, oh, really um, I would like to I would like to officially um, to the Pearl family offer a non apology. Um, welcome to SEC basketball. Yeah, think, or, think or any road game ever. Yeah, um, 
I mean, I've seen God, high school she would have had a freaking heart attack against Ole Miss in football. <laughs> you think she? You think she brought some, um, maybe a poncho just in case the mustard came running? Came uh, she, getting turned She brought down? some mustard repellent. Yeah, that would do. That'd be smart. I, I, I'm sure my my man uh, Joe uh, has some in his back pocket. I saw it. Yeah, yeah that's a rumor I heard. Yeah. Maybe no golf um, balls this weekend. Not quite golfing man, like it was what in a, October. What a freaking atmosphere. I mean, that was so cool to see the uh, swag surfing. Student yeah. section was from row one all the way to the nosebleeds. I mean, it was that that was awesome to see. Um, the light show is cool. Um, it, it just it's an intense place to play. It really is. And, you know, I, I hope people hate coming to Tennessee sporting events in general because you mentioned <laughs> we mentioned the Tommy Bowl. I mean, Neyland Stadium is a tough place to play. You've heard teams talk about that. You give Tennessee a little ounce of winning. We're showing up, baby. We're showing Take out. From there. And, yep. and then you, Tony Vitello mentioned the Lindsey Nelson being a hornet's nest late in the season last year. So, I mean, that's the way that they, they're playing right now. I mean, it, it's going to be the same thing. I mean, I don't even know if I'm going to go to another game, waste my money on, on that. Just, I mean, I feel like I'm paying to watch someone get murdered. I mean, it's been – I felt like bad. I, I thought about offering Iona a ride home tonight. I know they, they had to get out of there quick. Shout out to the run rule. We saw um, them in Market Square last night. I'm like, man, <laughs> they're walking a little funky. I don't, I don't know what that was. I know exactly what it was. <laughs> I do. And poor guys, they – they thought a nice trip down to East Tennessee in February. He turns out it was sleeting at one point Saturday, and you just got put. You got taken out. You got taken out to the shed. I mean, that was just a slaughter. Um, and then they. I mean, yeah, it was. It was bad. It was fun, but bad. So what? What do you see Tennessee as a seed in in this tournament? Yeah, I like this. Um, I mean, I think they're pretty much everyone has them about a four seed. Um. That's you talk about how crazy college basketball has been this year. I don't know if you just stick me in a random side of the bracket at a four seed. I don't know if I just love the route Tennessee has to take. Because you're you're talking maybe you get to the Elite Eight final, you know, final four. No, no, no. But I mean, even the Sweet 16, you're you're playing some tough teams. You could play a North Carolina uh if you're not four, probably maybe a North Carolina in, in round of 32. Um, and those that's the, the top tier of what you'll play. Um, but you could see someone like that. Uh, Rutgers is a hot, hot team right now with an 11, looking like an 11, 12 seed. It's insane. So I, I but I think, I mean, a four would be great for Tennessee to be in. Cause yeah, you do probably dodge some of those, some of those, uh, bubble 11, 12 teams. So I, I, I would like a four seed. I would love to see a four seed. Did I? If Tennessee wins out, they win a couple games the SEC tournament. I, I think this is a, a three seed. I really do. And and that's that's if they probably play in the SEC championship game. Yeah, which is one win away. And you're talking about like them playing good teams. Yeah, that's absolutely true. But there's not a clear cut winner. There, there's not somebody. I'm like, yeah, I'm putting money on them to win. Yeah, the no futures. <laughs> no, because the, I mean it's it's wide open. I think Arizona's a really good team. I think Gonzaga's a pretty good team, even though I think Drew Timmy's overrated and benefits from being <laughs> playing in that conference. Um I don't I I don't know. 
I mean, a part of me wants to pick, do a future bet, and do the the winner being the SEC because I think ten, I think the SEC is the best conference in basketball now. Uh, definitely, probably this year, but what, especially like the years? top teams in it. You know, maybe not top yeah. to bottom, but but definitely those. I would put our top four against any top four in the country. I, I mean, it's uh, it, it would prove to be as told by the the Big Twelve Challenge, SEC Big Twelve Challenge. So yeah. another league, another league that that's got good teams, especially at the top. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So Kansas good won point. yesterday. Yeah, so Maybe, I'm thinking I mean, I'm thinking three seed if and. When did when does Auburn play? Do they play Wednesday or Tuesday? Auburn. Uh, pull the schedule. They I'm play not Mississippi sure State, play. Um, and I think they play Missouri as their last game. So, yeah. if there's any hope Tennessee wins the SEC, they're going to need Mississippi or they play South Carolina. So they need one of those two teams to knock off uh, Auburn, and Tennessee has to win out to yeah. get a share of that SEC regular season championship. Be nice. Hang the banners. That's all you people that are like. Hey, don't hang banners. Hang the banner. Do it. Yeah, it'd be cool. I uh, so we talked about too, kind of the rankings, and, and I said maybe they are stagnant. But you did have, um, I mean, you did have some teams lose. You had Baylor lose, and then you know with our Ar- with Arkansas being one of those those teams that that upset them. Um, you had Texas ended up winning. I was thinking Texas lost too. Uh, so no, that that was a team that stayed. Where, where does Tennessee fall? Um, in, in the updated rankings. I mean, what are they now, 17? They're 17 right now. They, I, I mean, don't they, know if you go all the way up to 12s yeah. this week. So I, I'm thinking more of like 14. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm curious how much movement there is. 13, 15. Um, you had TCU knock off Texas too in that group. That's number nine. I don't know how far those teams move back though. Too that that's that's kind of obviously part of the equation. How much gets shuffled up? Yeah, um, we'll see. Did um, okay UCLA destroyed Oregon State. Whew. Oregon State's terrible. Oh yeah, at everything, just in general. Pick 100%. it. They're terrible at it. That ugly black and orange. There's is somehow uglier than Oklahoma State's black and orange. It's not a good look. It's very similar. Also, they're the Beavers, so it makes it even worse. <laughs> and speaking of of black and orange, um, I got a I got a bone to pick with the 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 Twitter people over at Vol Baseball. You know, they're posting those pregame pregame pictures, um, the graphics, and the guys wearing pinstripe jersey in it. And so maybe Caleb rolls up to Saturday thinking he might see Tennessee in pinstripe jerseys. I don't know. Maybe it's something to think about before you hurt my feelings next time. A little false advertising going on? Yeah, I've, I've got a bone to pick. So I get it, man. You should you should feel hurt. Feel lied to. I, I, Did those speak- 29 runs make up for it? <laughs> Nothing. Could, no, I'm going to be honest. There is no – like. There's not a lot of sporting events I would sit out in that, especially the length of time I sat out in that. <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> like, who had fun at that game? I didn't know Tennessee did. 
At least they had the dugout, but golly, man, that was yeah. awful. Yeah. Whew. Shout out to the grounds crew. Turf held up great. <laughs> <laughs> um, I won't hate on everybody on this this pod. You are. Negaval Caleb. Cheers. You heard <laughs> it here first. Joe, uh, you want to get in here real quick and just talk about that atmosphere a little bit since you're kind of in the – you're on the ground, Joey Boots. Joey Boots. Joey. Um, hands down, best atmosphere. These fans, these students are insane. First off, you saw like in the stadium, swag surfing – Crazy loud, banging on chairs, all the good stuff. Beforehand, my hey, new well, favorite. We're not the Astros, okay? We're not banging on stuff. <laughs> I understand it was crazy, but if you if you want a fun people watching event and just you know stay from afar, stay a couple feet back, the the mobs outside of the, the gates now for the student section is the most insane thing ever. So you just got a bunch of drunk rowdy kids that have been out there for hours since six a.m. Whatever yesterday went. Went crazy. Food fights broke out. Kids were getting the food fight. Food fight was crazy. I have videos of that. We can we can cover that later. I mean, what kind of food are they throwing? Is this mustard? There Is was. It, mustard. We got to cut it out with the mustard. <laughs> there was. I want you to name any snack or food or really anything, and it was probably thrown. They broke down all of the. They had you know like the, the like the lines that they keep like the you know with the ropes yeah. and they like attach oh, those ropes. Yeah. Kids were throwing them over the edge, passing them back, whatever. I have a list of all the things. Beer cans, beer cases. That's pretty natural. Pizza boxes, pizza slices, craft singles, <laughs> cheese, a lot of craft single cheeses. That you know, an, a weird amount of condom balloons were getting passed around. I don't want to know why that was but got my hands off. Lubricated? Yeah. Non-lubricated? Uh, I didn't touch them. I was refusing were to touch them. Ribbed. Yeah, a couple were uh, a little weighted. For so your I don't pleasure, know Landon. Why. Yeah. Um a full subway foot long. Uh, Wonder Bread. Dude, I'm going to go eat there next week. Loaves of Wonder Bread. Uh, a tub of country crock butter. I was actually starving, so I got I snagged a couple of the nature <laughs> bars that came my way and ate them. Uh, utensils everywhere. I mean, you name it. Literally, kids were just throwing at each other. So I think uh, it's amazing. amazing. I draw the line. If somebody, if Vescovy <laughs> or Urosh gives me a freaking chicken biscuit and somebody throws one, a full chicken biscuit and hits me in the face with it, somebody's going to die that day. Well, yeah, that was the <laughs> assumption. But kids were getting absolutely mauled in the face. Kids were, like, leaving because they were just getting – I mean, I, that one kid caught a subway foot long to the face, and, I mean, he was visibly <laughs> upset. I mean, I would be. Kids are just <laughs> shucking them full speed. I'm like, oh, my God. It's a vicious crowd. <laughs> I mean, that, yeah, that begs the question. What, what's the tougher tougher environment? I thought It sounds like you went through a tougher environment than Auburn did. It, it might have been. It's it's a war zone. And the rain came. They were giving out free T-shirts, though. It's fantastic. I got a sick Kenny Chandler T-shirt. Free water bottles. Nice. I'm loving Dang. it. You can't hide money. <laughs> yeah, for long. I mean, if, if that's your thing, even the ground was just gross. We got peanut butter and jelly sandwiches smeared everywhere. It's just it – It sounds like y'all ate good or had the ability to eat good. Yeah, before before the fights broke out, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Good. We want, we want, we want y'all to be well-fed, well-nourished. Yeah, <laughs> battle trained apparently. Somebody, somebody spent some money on some of that food and just was all for just chucking it at somebody. Like yeah. somebody like planned out to eat that foot long in that line, and they got that's drunk enough where they didn't <laughs> want to eat it anymore. They just wanted to peg somebody with it. Yeah, I mean that's thousands of dollars of food. I mean, I it, 
you got to be at a certain level to be like, damn, I, this subway foot long looks really good. And it was about 12 bucks and the you know, dining dollars, but fuck it, we'll throw it up. <laughs> like, we'll just, why not? We got NIL. Is yeah. uh, so you said they're craft singles. Is like someone rolling out like a camp stove? How, how are those getting cooked? Or is someone raw dogging those? Look, between I did, I did see so Wonder Bread was there. The kid brought the tub of you know country crock butter. Kids started just lathering the butter on the bread and eating it, and we're just eating craft singles straight out of the plastic. I mean, I don't know. What, oh, I don't oh know so there's okay. I was thinking craft single like macaroni and cheese crafts. Okay, you're talking about oh, you thought they were cheese. macaroni in yeah. a pot, Cardi B. I thought cheese <laughs> the good old okay, cheese slices. American cheese slices. Oh, like those uh those gotcha. TikTok videos where they just chuck them and hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, is that how yeah, it started? Is that how it, that sounds like we got to the origin story of the food fight? Yeah, people started with crap. Yeah, that's. We got it. Good, good, good head there, Landon. We figured it out. Thanks a lot, TikTok. All for a TikTok trend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh, amazing. I'm a. Bring us, but I kind of just. I I wish I could like watch it from afar. I probably don't want to get hit with food, but I feel like that would be awesome to catch on video. Like there might be a thirty for thirty. Was a cat just in there chilling? Yeah. There's, uh, there's... I'm, I'm animal sitting this week, so. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> that cat's going to get thrown at, at someone next. <laughs> that, cat, that cat better watch out. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be oh in gosh. someone's face soon. That's amazing. Um, the did, did the F Bruce Pearl chant happen? Saw some lingerings of it, and I thought it might break out. Yeah, there was oof, there was a lot of uh, ra- random chants, some ones that I definitely won't repeat because – <laughs> I won't get out there, but man, I love it. It's just the environment. So, ugh. what's we, so grotesque. we need? I'm just I need glad you to... Maddie Pruitt didn't freaking break out of TikTok if they would have won. So, I'm glad that didn't happen. Is that the Bachelorette? Yeah. And she's her, dad's, a hooper, though. her dad's an assistant coach. Dude, she's exhausted. She's a hooper. I can't stand her. I don't, I don't know what her, her bachelor allegiances are, but girl can hoop. Oh yeah, she's pretty good at basketball, but she's just annoying in general. <laughs> it's like oh, we, yeah, get we get it. it. You're around the Auburn basketball players all the time. Cool. You follow her? Huh? She just shows up on my for you page. I guess because I talk about the Bachelor, and so sports and the Bachelor come together, and it's Maddie Pruitt. It sounds like you're in the worst corner of TikTok, in my opinion. Yeah, it's kind of weird sometimes. I, <laughs> It, it saves me from scrolling too too long. I'm like, God, this is miserable. I'm getting off. It's just the watered down version of Jackson Holmes. It sounds like. Yes, that's a good point. Yeah, I like you, that. I don't think we talk enough. Do you think Jackson Mahomes is in like a Britney Spears conservatorship type deal? Because he looks miserable around his family. Oh, you think he's like an Aaron Rodgers kind of thing? Maybe even more. I think maybe someone someone else is writing the checks. Hmm. Yeah, he's held, he's being held against his will. I wonder how much he makes off TikTok. Well, he signed. Oh, off TikTok. I was like, well, he signed like a five hundred million dollar contract. No, not like I'm talking about his <laughs> Jackson. Yeah, Jackson. Yeah, he doesn't care. He's set for life. Uh, what's any big plans for the Arkansas game? Like any any anything the student student section is going to do? That's I feel like that's a, a thing that's been lost in time. Student sections don't coordinate enough anymore. No, it's need a little not. more coordination. We're not organized enough for that. It's basically just word of mouth. Once you get there, it's like, oh, okay, we'll, we'll roll with it. But I don't know. I'm sure Arkansas, it's going to be checkerboard. So I'm sure it's going to be. Oh, that's good. 
and crazy. Um, I tried to get on there to see like what the cheapest ticket was. <clears throat> and I was like, Oh, $65. That's not bad. So I like went through the thing to like, just try to purchase them. I was like $65. I'll pay $65 with fees and everything. It was $197. I was like, yeah. what the hell? Well, cause it's sold out. So that's just people buying them afterwards and then just jacking up the prices. And this was the cheapest ticket was $65 each. Two of them ended up being $197. I was like, okay, that's, that's not going terrible. to the Arkansas game. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Makes that choice easy. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll just love <clears throat> maybe I'll just walk around the uh, the student line and you know somebody that's just unconscious from a foot long. I'll just take their ticket. That's what I'm saying. You can just hey, if you want to, if you want equally as good a show, you just park yourself up on the ramp by Thompson Bowling and have <laughs> grab a beer, put your chair out, and just watch. You'll get a couple of solid hours of entertainment. Freaking Hunger Games, I like it. They need they need to do this for football. They need to do first come first serve. Camping outside football. They need to do it. it needs yeah. to happen. I agree. Whatever. That's that's awesome. I'm. It's cool to see Thompson Boyner, and I, yeah. I've had my critiques of it. So it's nice to see it being just hostile as hell. It makes it so much better. Yep. It just feels good to beat a former coach, and not it being Conzo. We we beat Bruce once. Tyndall beat Bruce. I mean, yeah, Auburn won like eight games that year, but <laughs> you get it. <laughs> A win is a win. We just got done talking about yeah, it. Yeah, I guess a, I guess a big game over a, a former right. coach. No, since Auburn, since he turned that program around, Auburn's had Tennessee's number. It's it's not been a lot of fun. Um, but no, it's it's a it's a good weekend. Um, Tennessee does take on Georgia. Obviously, Tennessee needs to win out. I mean, that's another thing is you still do have a lot of schedule left when you look at hopefully um, two or three games in the SEC tournament. You've got two games left in the regular season. Um, one against probably a top 15, top right around, like you said, that 12 mark potentially when they come into Thompson. So quite a, quite a bit of basketball left. You still got business to take care of. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's going to be fun to see. And, uh, you know, I hope they continue on this path to, uh, to March, baby. <clears throat> it's really – it's almost in April is when, like, it gets, like, to the nitty-gritty tournament. Now, I think I think final. Well, I think the only games in April I think are final four and, um, okay, and the and the final. I believe. Gotcha. Okay, it's usually that like first weekend, and I guess maybe Elite Eight could fall in it because it's usually that first weekend in April, I believe. Okay, so you have, you know, if, if that first weekend's uh, the sixth or the seventh, um, you know, could have Elite Eight games in April, but that, that's usually when it's wrapping up. It's like college football. Like we're done with the season when the national championship happens. It's, it yeah. falls at a weird time. I think uh, Tennessee okay. did clinch that uh, first round by in the SEC tournament with the win on Saturday. So yeah, you're just you're just moving around now. Those top four are, are vying yeah. for better positioning, but beyond that, yeah, those those four spots are secure. Um, if with, it ended today, where would Tennessee be? Because uh, so I need. Three people. I need to look at the tiebreakers, and I don't know if the tiebreakers are applied. They stand at fourth in like on the SEC standings. I don't know if that's with tiebreakers applied, but, but we can kind of do this real quick. Um, of course, I'm just going to make all this up, so I don't know if it's real. That's not true. I, I know it falls at some point, so it's obviously head-to-head. Um, all of these teams have beat each other, though. Yeah. Um, so I think that wraps it back up. Then I think it goes – 
it's your head to head versus one through 14 starting at number one. So Tennessee and our Tennessee and Arkansas would be ahead of Auburn, I believe. Okay. Um, and then they both beat Kentucky. They both beat each other. Tennessee lost to Alabama. So obviously that position could change by the time the the regular season ends. But so I think I, I, I Arkansas beat Alabama. So I believe it would be Arkansas. I believe. Hmm. Let me. I can try to look that up real quick, but I believe that's the tiebreakers. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, two more games left. Tennessee plays Georgia on Tuesday. Georgia's not good. Georgia's all. awful. Georgia's God. terrible. Um, they've lost nine in a row. They're one and fifteen in the SEC. They did beat Alabama, which was just a perfect storm, I guess. I don't know how that <laughs> happened. And they lost, you know, they're la- they've lost nine in a row out of I think six of those have been by double digits, so just not a great basketball team. They're they're pretty athletic with their guards. Um, they don't have any inside presence whatsoever. They're just not. They're just not good. <laughs> um, Aquindo no, is how much is good. Tom Crane's going to be there. Yeah, Aaron Cook is pretty good, but you know, with the transfer portal, they just got destroyed. I mean, Katie Johnson yeah. went to Auburn. Severe Wheeler went to uh, Kentucky. So, I mean, they just got – I'm sure there's more, but those are the two big ones that they lost. They just got destroyed and just not good for Tom Green. Nope. Nope. Don't, I don't know how much uh, how much longer this arrangement could, could take place. So, we'll see. Hopefully Tennessee gets the dub, heads into the – the SEC tournament could – I mean, you could be – it seems like best-case scenario. That So, that is the tiebreaker. I confirm that. Best-case scenario seems like you're probably going to be two-seed. So, it's unless, one loss. Unless play. Auburn beats Mississippi State, right? Or unless Mississippi no, State beats – if Mississippi State beats Auburn, Tennessee will have – and we and we went out. We'll get a share of it, right? Well, However, I'm just talking about seeding. I'm talking about seeding. It, it gotcha. could, I mean, it could potentially be four split teams, several right? ways. Yeah, four teams, I believe. Or would Kentucky get left out of that? Because they have the Auburn head to head. They they lose that. They split it with Tennessee, and they lose to it. Could I think three ways? Well, there there's obviously still some shuffle that could happen too. There's two games left, so yeah, I guess four ways potentially. But I no, I think that I think there's there's a tiebreaker. Kentucky loses it outright because they lost to Kentucky and Arkansas once each. Well, then Auburn would be out because they lost to Tennessee and Arkansas. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Best case scenario, Tennessee finish. So yeah, that's right too. If if it finishes in a tie, best case scenario, Tennessee would finish second. Like I don't think Tennessee could be the one seed. So, so second, I'm not talking championship. I'm talking seeding. Best case scenario, you're the second seed. Unless Arkansas loses, yeah, yeah, this I, week also, right, right, um, and that's banking on Tennessee winning out too, because if Arkansas beats you twice, they have head to head, yep, against you. Sure. So, yeah, that that's all based on Tennessee winning out, but that that 
that could happen. And, and yeah, I mean, it could be you are. We talked about this. Put yourself in the top four teams and give yourself to a chance to win it at the end of the year. You've done that. Now you've got to go take care of business, but you have put yourself in contention for an SEC t- regular season title. So you did it. Finish it off. Finish yeah, and if Tennessee's off. healthy and that if they have Kenny Chandler and John Fulgerson against Alabama, is that mm-hmm. we're talking about a different? I've, Tennessee, uh, Tennessee probably like leads the so. SEC, right? I would like to think so. Would would be tied with Auburn right now, but yeah. Well, no, would have the head to head. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Hurts to think about a little bit. Let's uh let's let's flip over to the the diamond. Um, yeah. we'll we'll talk a little bit about this baseballs sweep, and then also gonna gonna plug the show for tomorrow night. The bat flip on tomorrow night to get more in depth. Make sure you listen to, to Landon and Dylan Taylor there. We'll be on at 8 p.m. Come check it out. Come hang out. What a weekend. We talked about it. You got to feel for Iona a little bit, man. Shout out for making the trip. Yeah, I mean, I think they played 14 games last year, and then the year before that was shut down due to COVID. So, I mean, they haven't they haven't played a lot of baseball, and they, they just aren't. They don't have hardly any arms. Tennessee is one of the best hitting teams in the country, so they just got obliterated. I mean, there was a guy on Friday night, yeah, that uh, their starter went out, and they're like – they didn't want to just keep throwing people because they wouldn't have anybody left for the weekend, so they just basically sacrificed that kid. (laughs) For, like, two innings, he just got destroyed. And they just kept sending them out there because the, they're like, we don't have anybody else. So yeah. I, it, it was a lot of that. I mean, the whole team pretty much got sacrificed. They, they yeah. got destroyed by Old Dominion the the weekend before. And Tennessee is a lot better team than Old Dominion. And, uh, you know, not, it's not a lot you can really hang your hat on for Tennessee. It's a sweep. You got to take care of business. They did that. They outscored them 68-3. to but I, I think the main goal for this weekend was to get a lot of people some reps, a lot of arms. Yeah, you, you definitely did that. Yeah, I think you pe- played like, I don't know, close to 20 different guys in your lineup. So um, just an, an insane amount of guys getting quality at-bats, yeah. uh, quality um, outings on the mound. So, yeah, it, it was just good in that regard to um, – to see Tennessee get some guys in that probably, if it's a tighter series, probably wouldn't see the field very much. Oh, right. And that's that's a good thing about weekends like this. Uh, I know it's – you look at a team, you not much of a baseball team I own brought to Knoxville. It's hard to get a ton of great work, but just getting those guys in games, it's it's, it's game experience. It's invaluable. Um, so definitely a, a good weekend to, to get big wins. Um, but also get a lot of guys. A lot of guys got hits too. You, you maybe got some confidence up in some younger guys who um, you may need that confidence to be there if you have to call on them. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you saw guys stick out again. You got Trey Lipscomb hit for the cycle Friday. Golly. Was a should have done it Saturday. Brandon's fault. Double was a double away on Saturday and just didn't play the entirety of the game due to them you know, being up by like 20 runs at that point. And, uh, man, he's having a breakout season. You know, he's waited his turn. I think somebody was there asking, like, was he a sophomore? And they're like, I was like, no, he's a senior. And he could, technically yeah. he could come back next year. But, yeah, he's 
kind of waited his turn behind Jake Rucker, who, you know, was an absolute pro. And, uh, you know, seeing him perform the way he did in his three years at Tennessee. But Lipscomb, sixth in the nation in home runs coming into today, so it doesn't take into account today. It's probably a little better than this. Um, with four home runs, he was second in RBIs with 18. He now has 20. And then he was sixth in batting average in the nation. So, shoot, just destroying the baseball. It, like he's seeing beach balls, everything he hits is, um, you know, right on the sweet spot it feels like i mean he's just hammering the ball so you saw a lot of that drew gilbert's playing well drew or jordan beck had another bomb today just effortless power mm -hmm. and uh, i think tennessee's up I mean, to how far did home, his home run today go oh my 400 and some 400 crushed it something foot yeah it was again you just feel bad for iona they got a first year head coach i mean they're right. just bad it's a it's a rough go around but i mean definitely some you at least you have still had some guys shine too like chase dolander i know you're talking hitting but my shout out to chase dolander my man getting queso for everybody on his own he's not yeah. leaving anything up to chance he's he's gonna go out there and, and pitch strikes and strikes only apparently yeah and he's a uh, pitch 10 innings and has 21 strikeouts so over two strikeouts an inning which is freaking insane um. Yeah, just it Drew Beam. I mean, he's a guy that probably wouldn't be in that weekend starter role if they had Halverson and Tidwell, but he's making the most of his outings. You know, only he's oh, only yeah. pitched six innings, but no runs. Um, got the win today. I think just a, a handful, not even a handful of hits. I mean, they only had eleven in the series. So, um, yeah, just a. a Really good performance by your pitching staff again. Their ERA is insane. It's point seven five. <laughs> I mean, that's unheard of. Their Jeez. opponent batting average is one thirty seven. I mean, that is that's nuts. And and I know the competition hadn't been just fierce yet, but gah. Yeah, but like, I I do get that. Like, Ion is bad, but sixty eight to three. Oh. There's still like, elements that are they're super a college impressive about baseball it. team. Like yeah. that still shouldn't happen. There, there are still impressive elements to it. Knowing yeah. how bad Ion is, so I know I agree 100. percent Yeah, hopefully that this is just a series to build some of those um, younger guys some confidence. I mean, Jared Dickey, he's had 10 at bats, eight hits. You know, he yeah. started today at catcher while Evan Russell played left field. I mean, Mattel's playing around with that lineup, and, you know, before that game, I was like, all your starters are set except for that DH role. Um, but now if Jared Dickey can – if he can handle it defensively, you know, that could be your – Shake it up some more. Yeah. Maybe um, Stevenson, your, your DH, and then you play Evan Russell in left field. I don't know. It just – the DH role is where things get a, a little dicey. And I think there's yeah. options there, but I don't think anybody's just solidified themselves to this point. Um, but Jared Dickey's having a great start. Right. Yeah, that's, uh, it, again, just going back into it's very impressive no matter what team of college baseball you're playing. It's, a, it's an impressive thing to do, for sure. Yeah. 
Richard freshman, so he was he was here last season, but redshirted um, out of Mount Juliet, but making the most of his opportunities. Yeah, and for you know all the Tennessee fans that do have have been saying, "I'll wait and see." You you get it this weekend. It's it gets real. Um, I know you still do have some of those teams on the schedule that won't give you too much of a fuss, but uh, before getting into conference play, but this weekend it's it's very real. We we watched Texas today. Um, just you you meant you mentioned their their uh, pitchers. I mean, they just this is really. Yeah, and they're, they're, they're just not allowing runs. Like I think yeah, they won and, two of those games, one to nothing, and two to nothing. Like it, and then six to one today. So you, you just dominated them on the mound. Mm. It'd be nice for Tennessee to continue its hitting when you when you face a team like Texas or yeah. Baylor or Oklahoma. And it's, <laughs> you know, and the, all three of those like. I know Oklahoma is probably a little bit closer, but in Houston, like Texas and Baylor, that's not too far away. I mean, Tennessee haven't traveled, so it, it is going to – that element's going to play into it. Um, I think Tennessee's got another really good baseball team, a lineup that you can probably flip one through nine. I mean, your best hitters were kind of at the bottom of your lineup when we started with Ortega right. and Lipscomb, I mean, you obviously have, you know, Luke's hitting well. I think he's over 500, which is just – we're not talking about that a whole lot because the way Lipscomb and – but, I mean, that man's just getting on base. And it's yep. just like a quiet 500 and let, – let's see what his actual average is. Well, well, hitting's contagious, isn't it? And, and there's a freaking breakout in Knoxville. I mean, it seems like everyone's getting involved. Obviously, some guys in, in louder ways, but it, it really seems like there's plenty of guys pulling weight on this roster right now. Yeah, 100%. Um, Trey is batting 577, and Luke's batting 571. That is that is nuts. So, you have four guys batting over 400. In your, Luke's? In, in, out of your starting lineup, Jared Dickey, I mentioned he's 8 for 10, so he's batting 800. But, yeah. you know, he hasn't started every game like some of these others guys have well luke's on base percentage is really good throughout his career right but this hitting percentage is he's different i mean that's that's been the year still but i mean he hadn't been your i guess the guy you're you're expecting you to get there all the time mm-hmm. i mean the the thing that's been with him is he struggled against left-handed pitching but this year he only has three strikeouts on the year I don't know, like if those are left-handed or right-handed, but I mean, you're not. It's not standing out like it was last yeah. year. Like, I mean, he's killing the ball against right-handed, but left-handed pitching, yikes! Love um, to see it. Yeah. So, I, I mentioned Tennessee's just not striking out. They have 38 total strikeouts, and I mentioned how many true freshmen and stuff have played. Um. And opponents have struck out 79 times again against them. So 38 times. I mean, they're getting quality at bats. And that's what you like to see. I mean, you're making pitchers work for strikeouts, for out. Well, that's kind of always yeah, that's that that's been a characteristic of this, you know, this lineup since Vitello has gotten on campus. They seem to just yeah, you might get me out, but it's not gonna be easy. You're going to have to right. earn this out, and they just—they really challenge. It makes people go to their bullpens early, even when maybe you're not hitting great. 
um, which is obviously great when you're in weekend series and, and trying to trying to get through some of those guys. Uh, didn't Arkansas? Didn't they have to go to to cops real early on Friday night? Um, I don't remember if it was Friday night. Yeah, I think it was Friday night because I, I won, thought it was early in the won series. Saturday. Dude. Yeah. 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 You pitched them like. 10 innings or something throughout that. Yeah, so you, you make them go into that bullpen and, and have to you listen, you're not gonna get a guy like like cops from Arkansas who can um throw that hard for that long throughout a weekend. So usually when you get down to that bullpen, you're making it real, real hard on the other teams. Obviously, Arkansas is just blessed with a lot of pieces, and then Kevin Cops, who's just nasty. Um yep. and a dog, apparently. So didn't yeah, see Joyce this weekend is uh is Tony Vitello, you know, is it's not a secret weapon anymore because people no. know what he's throwing, but is maybe you hope kind of teams forget about it a little bit. I don't know. I I don't I don't know if you forget <laughs> about what shows up on that radar gun. Um that yeah. lives with you for a long time. Especially he's when got you got a see lot of guys pushing. I mean, poor freaking <laughs> Chase Burns, I mean, uh, apparently he can throw. He's been clocked at 100 miles an hour before, but he's gotten like 97, 98, and he's pitching like under 40 degrees both times. <laughs> so I can't wait to see him pitch on a Friday in um, freaking May and June. That's going to be nasty. Yeah. Well, I mean, you may, I mean, yeah, that too. And, and, Ben Joyce, not that he got I me. Mean, it's it's very impressive to throw at 104, but he's also not going the length the starter is. So for Chase Burns' velo to be that high late later on in those innings, it's it's freakish. Um, there, I mean, we're we're shocked that he's at Tennessee, and there's there's a reason for that. Yep. Yep. Gonna be a fun year again, and um, ETSU on Tuesday. That'll be a fun matchup. ETSU is. Um, I think they're five and one. They are five, yeah, and, five one. and one. I don't. Did they play that Virginia Tech game? Like, was it was it, it similar to the? It. They didn't play it at all. It wasn't like the. I don't. I don't think so. I'm trying to look at it real quick, see if it ever even got going. Um, it doesn't look like the score. No one ever scored, so it got called zero zero in the. Yeah. I don't know what any, um, but there were no, there was no score when they when they called that game. Um, Virginia Tech. It's same. It was the same night that Tennessee had the rain delay. Um, okay. Yeah. No. It's that'll be a, that'll be a fun in-state matchup uh, that that you see reoccurring um, Tuesday, and then get you get down to business this weekend. Yep. It's ETS, fun. you I'm can excited. score some runs. Um, you know, 15, 14, 14, 12, 12. Um, their only losses to Wagner, they lost that five to four. But Northern Kentucky, they beat um, Mississippi State. Yeah, this weekend once, but they you got they the win. Did, yeah, they did knock them off on Friday. So uh, quality win. ETSU's always had a really good program, so mm. um, it, it'll be fun to see that. Hopefully, I think the last game in twenty twenty. Was it ETSU? Before COVID hit, we played ETSU, and that's when oh, Alec God. Solari hit that freaking good God. He hit the summit or what? It, the bluffs or whatever people <laughs> he, call he it. He made it over the river? <laughs> yeah. It did not touch water. 
Love that. Dude, there must be something in the air down on Lindsey Nelson. I, I felt like I felt like, you know, if I took BP, I might, I might have a chance. You think so? It's just something I'm wearing the right color. I'm in that stadium. <laughs> I'm I'm hoping Richard Jackson get us get us in there. Let, let's use some BP. Let's let's see what happens. First, first, first priority, first pitch. That's first priority. Don't don't skip my priorities. You're going for, okay. Okay, yeah, throw out the first pitch and then we're doing I'm trying to get you I'm trying to get you a spot throwing out the first pitch from the mound. From the stretch. You got a pitch from the stretch on the mound. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta really yeah. Exactly. I'm gonna really get in there. Please, please check first before you before you pitch. <laughs> yeah, <do a> little... <laughs> please check first. <laughs> <laughs> we're planning this and like we haven't even had it verified. We we got a stop uh... yes. And I'm planning <laughs> this. <laughs> Practice my pickoff move before. <laughs> Step off the mound. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine? I hope you would get booed. Do it. What, I hope what you if get the umpire called balk and I just had to like walk away? I couldn't even throw it. <laughs> yeah, we got a we got a balk call right. I was testing you. <laughs> that would be awesome. Did they get a balk warning? Did Georgia Southern get a balk warning? Do you get that? Um, I mean, pro- it's it's probably not like like if it's, it's getting close, close, like it's umpire close does, to something. Yeah, umpire will be like, he, "Hey, he man. does a courtesy." Yeah, yeah. A little courtesy check. That's fair. All right, that's fair. Um, well, make sure you guys tune in uh, Monday night. Landon and Dylan will get into the nitty and gritty of just a insane weekend for for the bats. What's the overall? I know you mentioned this series. Um. The, the run ratio, what is it? What is the season Total. at right now? Yeah. 117 to seven. Good God. <laughs> shout out, shout out Josh Heupel. That's what, that's what it looks like when you got an offense. And a defense, we, we like the scoreboard, but we like keeping it blank on one end too, you know? Yeah. There's no balance on it. <laughs> None at all. Um, well, all right. Do we do we have any questions? Uh, I haven't been on Twitter. I'm sorry, guys, if you dropped them in there. Um, apologies. I haven't seen it. I got something to boost, by the way. We did get some. Uh, let me get these real quick. Oh, we got some merch, brother. Getting the merch out. We did get some. Did I merch? Oh, there you are. Heck yeah. Yeah. Looks so, good. I got uh, mine. In, I got mine in the other room. Yeah, and then sweater. Joe's got his. He was wearing it at the basketball game. Shout oh, out. Shout out. Hopefully, we got some new followers because of Joe. He's just a. Uh, hopefully that that footlong didn't get on that freaking white <laughs> sweatshirt. That'd be rough. Gosh, um, shout out to Steph Curry for for carrying my boost tonight. What was the boost? Twenty five assists and three points made. Uh, Luka Doncic and uh, Steph Curry. Nice. I liked it. Felt promising. Like both of them had to get it? Both of them together, so it's combined. Okay. Yeah. 
God, I hope it didn't both of them get it. I would have never taken that. <laughs> 25 plus assists and three pointers. Yep. I'm feeling good. We're good. I don't even know what quarter it's in. Um, I like it more. Is that it? More, most important? Most important. Oh, we are going uh, – I, I do want to mention this real quick. Cody Burns. And we didn't get to talk about it because we didn't record on Thursday. Um, Cody Burns taking the, the Saints wide receiver coach job. I know it's late in the game. It's probably not ideal for this program, um, especially when it looks like you you weren't going to have any coaching turnover. But it, I think that – I think it sucks, honestly. Um, I, I think – Cody Burns is probably a a young star. I think he's a good recruiter. He was a big reason why Tennessee landed um, some of those wide receivers in that recruiting class. I know a lot of it had to do probably with your offense too. Josh Heifel, I get it. Um, probably your quarterback has something to do with that as well. But I think Cody Burns was somebody they did not want to lose. But it makes sense because, like, when you look at the – college football landscape compared to the NFL, it's it seems like a no-brainer to me. Mike was off. I would rather be a NFL coach than a college coach any day. Oh, 100%. Personally. I mean, it's less time-consuming. You're not having to deal with, um, you know, recruiting 24-7, now NIL I wonder what I wonder where Urban Meyer – like better. <laughs> um, you think he's still kind of like waiting out. He's like, I oh, will see. I don't know yet. If success could talk. Uh, well, I'm I'm waiting on my most important. I got I got a video. Hoping it uploads fast enough to to watch of um for you guys. But do you, do you have any? Um. Oh, I do. It's the, the guy showing his butt to uh, Oscar Sheboy while he's shooting free throws. The Arkansas fan. I missed that. Can you, see, can you see that at all? Is it two butts? It kind of looks like two butts. <laughs> Just one butt? It's a whole butt. <laughs> a whole butt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's awesome. Oh, that's – I mean, you really went for it, and I love it. <laughs> I mean, hopefully you don't get thrown out for one free throw, but, man, that would be the way to go. Oh, for sure. For sure. You earned it. You went and <laughs> – you, you have no doubt, brother. No doubt. How do you shoot a free throw? You know, the funny thing, too, is you've got to hope that, that, that he sees you. Uh, you really re- – a shout-out. I respect it, but you, you risk a lot for – What if Sheboy just took the ball and just chucked it at the dude with his pants I'd down? Love I would love it. I do have it. a clear view of it. <laughs> the lady next to him also has her shirt raised. It does look like there's a bra, but <laughs> – Oh, I didn't shout even see out. that. Shout-out nice. to people of Arkansas. Calling in the halls, baby. A, uh, not I might have a new chair. tactic in the section next week, so. <laughs> yeah, but are you <laughs> – are you flashing uh, or mooning them though? What are you 
How are you attacking that situation? You went from Joey Boots to Joey Butts. (laughs) If any picture service online, no, I did not follow through with it. It was not me. (laughs) Shout out. Shout out. Oh, um, most important. My video uploaded? I did. You'll like this. Oh, is it going to be turned? It's going to be oriented the wrong way. Am I going to have to fix this? I just plan for uh for Josh Hupel and you know what I'm saying I know. All right, let me see if I can get that reoriented. So it is um Jerome Carvin on the yeah on the raw. Did you see this on the raw room? Yeah, I did see that. Um, how do I turn this? No, not that way. Um, and they go they go after Josh Hupel, man. Just they let they. God, they roast him, and Landon's going to love it. Can't wait to hear Landon's cackle, but I, it's going to take a minute to upload, so skip over me. Yeah, they compared him to Bobby Hill. Did you watch it? Yeah, I have seen that, yeah. <laughs> Let me see if I can get it, get it pulled up, but you can skip me for now. Okay. Um. Yeah. Basketball. College basketball. Gonzaga lost. Arizona lost. Auburn lost. Purdue lost. Kansas lost. Kentucky lost. That's insane. There's never, there's got to be nothing like it ever. Terrible day. I can't imagine. I haven't, I haven't seen any tweets saying like for sure the last time something like that's happened in a weekend, but no, it can't have happened often. If ever. That's kind of all I got for, oh, I do have one more and it's really cool. This is about Oscar Sheboy. I know he's Kentucky, but, um, Because he's now eligible, because he was an international person, so they weren't eligible for NIL stuff. Now he is eligible, so with his NIL deals, he gets to bring his mother to the U.S. Oh, that is pretty dope. I I heard that. Also, Landon showed me that video of Olivier's mom. I'm crying at the baseball game. Oh, that was was messed up, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Caleb's got to bounce real quick. Um, fail. Um, it's kind of a multi-fail. Okay. One. Well, okay. There's a multiple facets. One, the overrated chant that we had going with like a minute fifteen left. I know we we're up like seven or whatever. Maybe it was like eight or nine at that point. But people have never learned that that is. And you saw it get close. People started getting ready to storm the court. They were like out of their seats, down, which they're never going to let us storm anyway. Whatever. The. The lead was only the three, right? You, my heart rate was absolutely through the roof. So that facet of it, chill out, all right? Because that would have been the biggest L ever if, you know, like Twitter would have gone crazy. Oh, look at all these students on the end. No. Second, I don't know if I was sitting in a bad section and the people around me are just dumb. But every time, like Yurkos Plosic was at the top of the key. And the amount of times I heard, shoot a three, shoot it. Like, seriously, about, like, and even, like, people that were just covered. And I was like, I don't know if you know your Sausage, but not a big three-point shooter. Yeah, please. And not. these people were serious. I'm like, if you're going to, like, know basketball or, like, if you're going to take – there's someone up on the top bowl that knows way more than you. Don't do that to them. Don't do that. And also, if you sit in the middle of an exciting part of the game, get out. Absolutely. Girl in front of me, in front of me sat the entirety. And I was like – 
I was I was livid. Know the audience. Yeah. Judge the crowd a little bit. There's yeah. If you're yelling, know what you're yelling about. Like there was a um, man, I forget what it was, but there was it it was at a I was at a high school basket high school football game, and um, I think it was something about intentional grounding, which I think they changed the rule this year. Um, but the quarterback throws it out of bounds. And they wanted – man, maybe that's not it. I forget what it was. Anyway, um, but I was like, in high school, it's not – like he kept yelling it and kept yelling it until finally I had to turn around and just correct him that it's not – what he's yelling about is not right. Yeah. It's just – it's literally like – I don't care what the situation is. He's also he's covered at the top of the key. I don't care. People, <laughs> Shoot are like, it. Audibly, people are like audibly upset. They're like, why is he shooting it? I'm like, trust me, okay. Like he knows what he's doing, and he's not gonna shoot it. Shut up. Yeah, there, there's always that one kid in your uh, high school uh basketball class or your gym class that anytime you say shoot it, pulling up. Yeah. I'm glad Urosh isn't like that because that would have been miserable. Yeah, game would end up a little differently there, but yeah, we're glad that we have a team that knows a little bit more about basketball than student in section yeah. one twenty five, seat sixteen A. <laughs> there you go. At added, uh, the high school we were talking about landed. I don't know if they've changed it, but I mean, up until recently at least, it was there's no tackle box, so you can't throw it away. You have to be throwing it in the area of a receiver. Right. So there, times. and they're yelling for. <laughs> I don't think it they're was. Yelling, I, I don't think it was well, that. I think they were yelling. They were mad, saying it wasn't intentional grounding. He was outside the tackle box, but there's no tackle box in high school, so it doesn't matter. You can you. It doesn't matter where you're at on the field. You can't throw it away. No. So he was. I, I know it ex- exactly what it was. It was a um, pass interference, mm. and he wanted it to be a spot foul. Yeah, and it's not. Just we. I mean, not the NFL. <laughs> Yeah, that's the only league that's a spot foul. Yeah. Interesting. Which, by the way, dumb penalty. By the way. Yeah. Spot penalty on that? It's incredibly dumb. I'll get into that. <laughs> um, Caleb, you got any fails? Uh, I have a stupidity. And since we weren't here, I'll, I'll take this. Um, take this for my fail. Uh, this is a Twitter account when it was projected Tennessee was going to finish in the top four. And uh, he was like, this is an unpopular opinion, I know, but I don't like having – unpopular opinion, I don't like the automatic buy, especially when you heat up at the end of the year. I mean, oh. the SEC tournament game, like winning SEC tournaments game is fun, but if I don't have to play those two games, that's two games off in March I'd like to take off. So, right. yeah, I'm – and if you're a top four SEC team, you're probably already in the tournament. I don't need those games. Take give me the two days off in March. What do you mean it's a unpopular? It's a stupid opinion. <laughs> I mean, especially you got you got four freshmen playing on your team right now that they haven't probably played, especially this caliber of basketball, this physicality of basketball for this period of time, this long season. So yeah, anytime that you can take off. off late in this late in the season, you want to do that. You know, actually, I'll take it one step farther. Farther, I want to be in a play-in game. I don't want to miss any games available to me to play. 
Yeah. Give me a play-in game so I can really get heated up before tournament. <laughs> exactly. Let's just do as many – let's just do a uh, scrimmage every single yeah. – it's like, it's like, yeah, we should hit every single practice in football. 100%. Friday, November pads, laying it out on the line. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible opinion. Uh, all right. well, uh, That's all I got. That's it for me, too. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We will be back um, Thursday. We'll have the bat flip tomorrow night at 8, so be there, be square. And then um, we'll just keep winning. Every sport, just keep winning. That's all we got. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.